0: You're tuned in to Craig Weeks Concepts with your favorite host, Craig Thibodeau. Bringing you the latest in wellness, investment, and business, please follow and add to your playlist. Make sure you tune in every Wellness Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. What's good everybody, it's Mark Cray here with Creative Concepts. I'm the visionary behind Creative Consulting Firm and I'm excited to bring you business investment and wellness topics shared in the form of a podcast for tips and interviews that will empower you and take you to a higher level. Here's the deal, I started a podcast just a few hours ago. This is my very first podcast broadcast and I'm so excited to get what's been going on in my head out to the world. If you guys feel like you are an expert in a field or you are compelled to share with me anything at all regarding these three topics, business, investment, and wellness, feel free to shoot me a line or send me an email at creative Consultation. That's K-R-E-A-T-I-F consultation at gmail.com. You can ask me questions and we can address them right here live on the spot. Now, plenty of things have come up for me when thinking about tonight's topic. Every Wellness Wednesday, we're going to be addressing a different topic under one of those concepts. And the cool thing about creative concepts is that pretty much anything goes. I am off the cuff. I'm not on the shift. I'm just kicking it with some of you guys out there. So thank you so much for tuning in. You can listen to this broadcast every wellness Wednesday at 6 PM Pacific standard time. So let's get right into it. You guys, I want to talk to you about something that I have been working through for years now and wasn't even aware that I actually had, it's called imposter syndrome. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but I do know a lot of people who have not. So I'm gonna share that and let you in on some of the reason why I decided to start this. Now. As some of you know, I've been working in many, many fields for many years. You could have caught me cleaning a house or mixing drinks. You could have caught me educating high school kids on business or working at the Boeing company as a psychologist. There's a ton of different things that I've done in my life but not one of those things offered me a voice. I have always been building someone else's dream and it's about time that I step up and step out and build my own. Which is the whole point for this concept for tonight? This episode is my very first launch, and it's called "Failure Failure to Launch." <laughs> this is definitely unscripted, so I'm I'm gonna be off the script. There's no there's no plan here, but I am gonna make sure that what we do is um, come to an understanding for the concept and any concept that you would like to address. I would love to help inform you on. You can think of me more as a Obama than a Kanye. I definitely don't want to be an influencer. Um, I would definitely rather prefer to be an informant. So I'm going to be bringing you cold hard facts about the things that I know well and some of the things that I've decided to research. And those things that I don't know, well, we're going to get some people in and interview them in their field of experience. So let's talk about what the heck imposter syndrome is in the first place. You know, when I came to recognize what imposter syndrome was, I was uh, at a place where I thought that I knew exactly what I wanted to do in life. And uh, it comes to find out I was actually trying to figure it all out. And, you know, mentally, we all feel like we're achieving something at some point. Um, I think I was a high achiever and an overachiever at, at one place in my life. And now I feel like I'm just comfortable where I'm at and, and happy with where I'm at in life. However, imposter syndrome has been playing a role in my brain for years and years. Now, imposter syndrome is also known as imposter phenomenon or the fraud syndrome. Okay. So it's marked to um, create inability in your brain and internalizes um, your accomplishments and persists on the fear of being exposed as a fraud. Okay. So if this sounds familiar, this is for you. If you've ever felt like you weren't good enough or didn't do something right or um, somebody wasn't going to like what you were offering or what you were saying or you re. thought the things that just came out of your mouth minutes afterward, this might actually pertain to you. And the reason why this relates so well to so many people is because there are times when we're living this and don't know that we actually have imposter syndrome. We talk ourselves right on out of blessings and we fail to launch. Just so you know, imposter syndrome affects women predominantly more than men, okay, So uh, this topic is one that's near and dear to my heart because as I've become a high achiever as a person and a business developer, I have actually failed to launch in many areas, right? Chances are, if you present like you're perfect, there's some imperfection that's going to be caught if you don't already know it yourself, right? So this fear of failure is actually crippling. Um, it's, It's based on perfectionism, which perfection, as we know, does not exist perfectionism does, but perfection does not. So it's common and there's nothing wrong with actually having imposter syndrome. It's whether or not you are capable or we are capable of recognizing it to become more aware of what to do to combat it later on in life. Let's talk about some of the things that we could do to uh, get over imposter syndrome. But before we do, I want to share with you um, something that I actually experienced. About two and a half years ago now, uh, my friend Liz gave me a call and uh, she told me she had cancer. She had lymphoma. Rest her heart. I actually, um, you know, was shocked at the news. She and I were just taking sips of wine and eating our cheese. And here she is with cancer. So, what did we do as a big team and as a community? We got up and we were so excited to put together a fundraiser for Liz. The great part about doing that was that I had a big community around me and these two ladies shout out uh, to Jessica Matsui and Talia. Um, I wanted to uh, work with these ladies who were the instructors for our dance uh, mixed fit class who got to know Liz as well. So, we wanted to put together a fundraiser. I was so excited to help. Um, I created some yoga pants as an activewear designer back in the day. So, I created this large um, uh, order for 29 pairs of yoga pants, and I was going to give one to Liz. The uh, color for lymphoma was orange. So, we threw on orange, and we all got together and went and rocked out this event. At the end of the event, I took orders for the yoga pants. I was so excited to help. Every dollar spent was actually going to go right back into the hands of Elizabeth and her mother who were putting together different plans to help her with her future. And uh, Liz even got online and was doing a live with us from her hospital bed. So here I am all stoked and excited. I got everybody's money. I told them, hey guys, give me about 15 days to get your pants back to you. It was awesome. I was so excited. So I went ahead and got in touch with my constituents overseas, sent them the payment, got everything all set up. I even got a video of the way that the pants were supposed to turn out. Now these were my design. So I put my heart and soul into it and I really wanted them to turn out beautiful. Right. Because they were in representation of someone who was near and dear to me. By the end of the 15 days, I did not get a phone call. So I was starting to get a little stressed out. All right. My blood started boiling a little bit because I had been working with this company for, gosh, four years at the time. So needless to say, the order didn't come in for twenty nine days. Right. Nobody Nobody told me what to expect, but here I am telling the coordinators of this big fundraiser event, man, give me another few days. And then after the first week, I really started to get down on myself. I felt like I was disappointing a whole group of people who had trusted in me with their money and their time, right? And then not to mention, they really wanted to rock these pants in lieu of of Elizabeth. And as her health started to deteriorate, I started to feel even worse, right? She even had questions. I can't wait to wear the pants, Mark Ray. I can't wait to do, and I just felt horrible, right? So what did imposter syndrome do to me as a complex? I completely shut down, guys. I actually spoke to my assistant, had her return everybody their money and took the box of yoga pants to Goodwill. I pulled one pair of yoga pants for Michelle, Elizabeth's mom, And I left a pair of the pants with Elizabeth, but they came so late. I just didn't have the heart to face anybody else who had been waiting for nearly a month for these pants. Imposter syndrome took over so much that my stomach started to turn. And if you guys know me, some of you guys do know, I I hold and harbor a lot of stress in my stomach, which then becomes... Um, more of a, an aching pain in my system, and then poisons my organs eventually. And it's happened a few times, right? So the effect of that behavior and the way that I was feeling as similar to what a fraud would feel like made me shut down and it shut me down so much that I didn't coordinate with the people that I needed to because I was not feeling like I was following through. How many of you guys out there have ever felt like, man, I could have done better or man, that sucked. And really we take on and harbor those feelings about ourselves at the end of the day. That was a major issue for me because when my friend passed away, one of the things that was lying over me and looming over me was that I did not show up and follow through on the promise to help her the way that I needed to. Now she got the pants and her mom got the pants, but there was still something underlying in my heart that told me, man, I could have handled that so much better. Right? So I share all that to tell you that there's so many different parts to the reason why we have imposter syndrome. And that's okay. There's levels to it. And as you start to look into yourself and dive deep, you're gonna start to take away those layers and start figuring out ways to work through them. And there's no better way to work through stress-induced imposter syndrome than figuring out how to overcome it, right? Healing. So I'm gonna give you the top three ways that you can actually overcome your insecurity is about becoming successful. Number one, change your train of thought. If you don't think like an imposter, you can't be one, right? Your narrative is pretty much the essential game changer in your mentality, so that's it. There's no questions asked. You've just got to eliminate the negative self-talk to get to a point of healing. Number two, put it out there, right? Storytelling is innately a cleansing, healing practice. Once you've changed your narrative, tell your story as an ex imposter that will make you feel and walk a lot different. Vulnerability is the bravest and the most impactful act that you can deliver to the world. So just, you know, do it in, in, in good thought and be a good human behind that. So this type of healing is both freeing and therapeutic. So you can be basically like a guru of self-help for yourself. You know what I mean? And then number three, make sure that you tell someone that you trust, all right? You can put it out there in a story for sure for a large group or talk to people, but when you're sitting down and you're connecting with someone that you trust about imposter syndrome, there's a weight that's lifted off of you. The feeling that you get from just saying, hey, you know what? I wasn't exactly who I needed to be, or I didn't show up the way that I should have, Um, I was stressed out about this or man, I fell short, but here's an alternative to what I can do better next time. Those are the concrete top three reasons why people fail to launch is when they don't do these things. Number three actually rolls around to number one, because if you train, change your train of thought, you can get to step two, which is putting it out there and putting it out there actually has you tie in to the support that you need to actually combat imposter syndrome. This can be applied to business. This can be applied to private life. However you wanna see it, you can actually overcome it. So look, if I'm keeping it 100 with you, man, we need to understand why we're not soaring to our greatest potential today in real life when we seem to be so confident online. Why are we so damn confident online all the time? I'll be honest with you, I never liked rejection. That's real talk. In fact, the main reason I know I'm not as successful as I should have been over the last few years is because I wasn't being honest with myself and self-doubt can get in the way of so many dreams and blessings. So this is a completely normal complex. Like I mentioned, if you feel like there's something that you have not been able to complete or something that, you know, you want to do better in life, get after it, right? Take a moment, take a deep breath, jot it down and go get after it. Matter of fact, have somebody help you be accountable for the things that you have always wanted to complete that you haven't yet. Right. That is my wish for you and my hope for you that you feel a lot more sound after coming back here every week. This is our place safe place to check in if you don't mind spread the word let people know i'm meeting every wednesday here i'm calling it wellness wednesday at 6 p.m pacific standard time bring your friends tell your mama tell your uncle all right look out for one another you guys especially in the state of the world that we're in right now all right get home stay safe and love your family love the ones you're with Have a good night. Thanks so much for joining me. And I'll see you again at Creative Concepts next week. Much love.